But this, this Pittsburgh team, let, let's talk about where do they where do they go from here? Like, yeah, they they still have a great record, but you go what you go from undefeated all season to two back to back losses. Like I, I said it last week, I feel like mentally that first loss of the season really affected the way they're playing right now. Welcome, everyone, to this edition of Power Trip, the sports podcast. I am Brian Powers, your host. Alongside me, my co-host, Cody Powers. Cody, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Doing pretty good. It's a chilly, chilly evening here in Kentucky. Uh, with Christmas just a week away, can you? I mean, can you believe that? It's insane. It's it's been a crazy year. It has been a crazy year. It's been a long year too. It, it seems like it seems like yesterday we was just. Uh, just getting ready for SEC tournament, and then all of a sudden, boom, canceled, boom, restaurants shut down, and, and, and COVID hit. So, yeah, it's it's definitely been a long year, but uh, but a very interesting uh, weekend this weekend in sports, and uh, we've got a big show for you guys coming up. Uh, we're gonna have uh, some some call-in guests uh, to to talk uh, a little bit of NFL, to talk some some uh, college athletics. So uh, we hope you guys enjoy that. Um, but I want to start off um, kind of a recap of the NFL this week. Um, so uh, <clears throat> let's get right to it. Playoffs are playoff talk is is, is starting to heat up now with with only uh, three games left in the regular season. Uh, <clears throat> as of right now, Kansas City clinched this weekend. After defeating Miami 33 to 27, they uh, they've clinched their division. They are now uh, AFC champs, AFC West champs, excuse me, for the fifth consecutive season now under Andy Reid. Um, Chiefs are 12 and one uh, ahead of Pittsburgh, who uh, dropped another game this past week. Um, <clears throat> they are now 11 and two. Pittsburgh uh, falling to Buffalo. Uh, which we know our buddy Warren T, who who will be on the show later on uh, this evening uh, to talk about his Buffalo Bills, uh, which again Buffalo, th- the three seed right now in the AFC, uh, the Titans they remain the four seed after their win against Jacksonville this weekend. Cleveland uh, fell last night, but they they still remain the five seed. Uh, over the Indianapolis Colts uh, because of the head-to-head matchup earlier this season. The Colts coming off a big win in Las Vegas, 44-27 over the Las Vegas Raiders. And the Dolphins, uh, again, falling to the Chiefs this weekend. They fall to 8-5 and five on the year. Uh, but, again, you've still got probably three teams right there in the hunt uh, for for playoff contention. And, and uh, you know... <laughs> There, mathematically, there's there's about three, um, technically four if you count Denver, who's who's still not eliminated just quite yet. But um, you know, again, it's it's more so of, of kind of you know, you got Miami on, in that last spot, 
you got Baltimore and then the Raiders who who are who are all trying to fight for that last spot, um, along with uh, New England who fell this weekend uh, to the Rams, and that obviously did not help uh, their playoff chances. In the NFC, the Packers they clinched the NFC North this weekend over the Lions. The New Orleans Saints uh, fall to the Philadelphia Eagles, which we are going to talk about because hey, Jalen Hurts got his first NFL start. Uh, so the Saints are the two seed right now. Packers are the one seed. Uh, the Saints, again, has clinched uh, a playoff berth last week. The Los Angeles Rams are the three seed as of right now at a 9-4 record. Washington football team. They take the NFC East. They are the NFC East leaders right now. It's hard to believe. Uh, Alex Smith doing... Alex Smith things, uh, which he did get. He did have a, a calf injury, uh, and Dwayne Haskins came in and finished the game up for him. So that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks right now are at nine and four. Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, they get a win this weekend over the Minnesota Vikings. They would be the sixth seed right now, and the Arizona Cardinals move up to that final seventh spot after defeating the New York Giants. So uh, that bumps Minnesota out of the playoff picture right now with them and Chicago uh, kind of still in the hunt. Uh, it's hard to believe that Chicago, out of nowhere, is still kind of in the hunt. Um, but uh, So that is your recap of this weekend. Um, kind of, you know, of, of the playoff standings, of where they stand right now. Um, but, uh, so Cody, I want to get your, your kind of your take on this past weekend. What, what, what stood out to you as far as, uh, as uh, you know, uh, uh, just around the NFL this weekend? Well, definitely, uh, we, we might as well go ahead and talk about it. The Baltimore Cleveland game was definitely, in my opinion, the best game I've watched all season. And, and even though Baltimore come up with the win, Cleveland, just Baker Mayfield showed how much he is prepared to fight for for this team. And, and just the, the plays he was making through that whole game, even though, like I said, they, they come up with a loss, um, Baker Mayfield was just showing showing his, his capabilities last night. Uh, and, I mean, it was, like I said, definitely. And I still don't think, I don't think that loss hurt him. I mean, I really don't. Oh, because, yeah, I mean, they're, they're okay. if you look at Cleveland's remaining schedule, they've still got, you know, the remaining schedule they play, they've got two weeks in New York pretty much. Um, they play the New York Giants at at at, uh, at New York uh, on Sunday night. And then the following week, they play, uh, they play the Jets at MetLife Stadium uh, <clears throat> the following week. And then they play the to wrap things up. They do play the Steelers at home, so I don't think that hurt them um, because I mean, if you look at their remaining schedule, I think they'll win two out of the three. Might win out. They might win out. Who knows? You know. Um, so we'll just. I mean, that that's going to be interesting to watch down the stretch. But I, I'm with you. I think that Cleveland Browns team. You know, I'm. I'm happy to. I, I like Baker Mayfield. Well, I've always, I, I think, I've always liked Baker Mayfield, and and 
you know, he the the guy just knows how to win. I mean, well, look what he done at Oklahoma. I think he's finally I think he's finally settled into this Cleveland team because I mean, you look at their past two seasons, like this is a huge huge difference uh in, in the way they're playing this season and last season. And I mean, they're, they're he just having looks an amazing... more comfortable. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he looks mean. more comfortable, and he feels and, and not only does he does he look comfortable, but he it just it's like he's more confident. You know, with the, with this squad, and um, and, and that's really important uh, for a quarterback, especially a young quarterback um, who's. I mean, look look what he's been through. I mean, he's had three different head coaches in all three seasons. Three different head coaches, and and to me that that I mean, kudos to him for for sticking with it and and not giving up with Cleveland. Um, you know, I, I think the Browns have found their franchise guy, and if they, you know, I build around him. That's all I have to say to Cleveland. Keep building around Baker Mayfield because no matter what anybody says, I think you know there's a lot of doubters in him, but. To me, I think I think the man's the real deal. Um, one thing that did stu- stand out to me uh, this weekend was uh, the Buffalo Bills and how yeah, I kind of ate know, my words from last week. Cody did he? If you listen to to last week's, Cody did pit, pick excuse me Pittsburgh over Buffalo. Um, so. You know, hey, I got one up on him. This but, this, this Pittsburgh team. Let, let's talk about where do they where do they go from here? Like, yeah, they they still have a great record, but you go what you go from undefeated all season to two back to back losses. Like I, I said it last week, I feel like. Mentally, that first loss of the season really affected the way they're playing right now. Uh, I mean, it can, but look, Pittsburgh, they're going to be fine. I'm telling you, they're going to be fine. Oh, they, yeah. Like, yeah, they, I'm not saying they're not going to They're not going to be okay. Yeah, they're, they're, they're now, good there. As far as being a threat to Kansas City, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of questionable because – now you kind of got to question yourself, and you look at some of their games they had earlier in the year with with the Cowboys and with the Titans and the the uh, Ravens, you know that came down to last second shots for for you know their defense to stop. And are they real? Are they just lucky, or are they legit? You know, and you you you, you got to kind of question question them on that, but. I, I think a lot of it too is they've had injuries and again, COVID's hit. Their their schedule's been out of whack, so I think once they get on that uh, on a on a normal schedule, I think they're going to be just fine. I, I you know, but so so not to not to uh, jump jump around here, but let's talk like playoffs for a minute. If right now. In the NFC, Green Bay is number one. The Saints are number two. Okay? So, so I, I really want to focus on the NFC for a minute because you can't count out Washington, obviously. Washington proved that Washington this week. has played the last several weeks. They have, the, they have played very well. And, and 
it's really not even their offense that's that stepped up. It's that defense. Look at Chase Young. I'm telling you, I didn't. I don't think a lot of people. And I'm. I'm. I'll. I'll admit to this. I don't think. I don't think a lot of people realized how good Chase Young really, really is, and 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 wasn't even at Ohio State because he's. He. I mean, honestly, he leads that defense, and. Again, kudos to Alex Smith, you know, for for what he's done just being there. But I mean, you've got to give credit where credit's due. If it wasn't for the defense, man, that I I really don't know if they would have beaten Pittsburgh. I don't know if because I mean they're not they they didn't really put up a whole lot of points. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, you know, you got to give credit where credit's due. You know, John Bostick, he's I mean. Been playing lights out at 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 linebacker, um, you know. Again, like I said, Chase Young, he's I mean, just solo tackles alone, he has twenty six. But John Bostic, fifty solo tackles uh, alone, you know, with two sacks. Chase Young, uh, if you look at his stats, he's got five and a half sacks right now, you know. So so so, so here's my question: with the NFC. The way that they're playing right now, with with Washington, uh, Green Bay, the Saints, the Rams, who do you think, who do you think takes the NFC, right? Like from because because we're coming up on the end of the season. Like who's going to be in the NFC Championship, or who do you, who do I think will come out as NFC champion? To NFC represent, champion to represent, to represent NFC. Man, it's tough to tell right now because there's. There's so it, it it it's like it, it it switches week to week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I had to pick one right now, I would. There there's probably two I think I would pick, and that's the Green Bay Packers and the Los Angeles Rams. Really. Because I mean, I really like. Okay, if I, Washington I, plays, if Washington plays like they did the past couple weeks, I don't think like to me if they finish the just which, like you said, it's still kind of kind of hard to tell. But uh, over the next couple weeks, toward the end of the season, if they play like they have the last two weeks, I would I would. I think, but my thing with Washington is, I think Washington, I think they still got. Pieces to feel. Yeah, I think you know. I I think they've got offensive pieces. I think defensively they are fine. It's it's the offense that I still you know they've got. I think if if they can keep Alex Smith healthy, I think they've got their guy at quarterback. But it's 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 you know you've got to get some you got to get more weapons. And you mentioned uh, that it's been it's been switching around, and that's why I brought up the NFC just because the NFC the past few weeks it's been Green Bay, New Orleans. And right, and I mean, like I mean, one week you've got Seattle, who everybody's like, "Oh, well, Seattle is that's the team to beat." Yeah. Then you've got New Orleans, who who looks unstoppable even with Taysom Hill, and then you know this past week, the the Eagles come in and 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 beat them. So, I think the the one team that's been consistent all season long is has been Green Bay in the NFC. Um, now they've had some slip ups, which I do agree, but. You know, I I mean, 
I think this year's Super Bowl, for once in a long time, it's wide open. Yeah. I mean, it's wide open. Even last year, you could kind of say it was wide open, but you kind of knew, like, the way Kansas, you know, once once New England got knocked out early, everybody kind of knew, like, hey, it's, it's Kansas City's for the taking. Even in the NFC, like, it was, you know, I think a lot well, of people thought the Packers had a chance, but... You know, I mean, San Francisco just come out and just just dominated in the NFC and and with Jimmy Garoppolo. But well, I definitely feel like that the AFC is down to Kansas City and Pittsburgh. And see, I would have to disagree because I think even the AFC right now is wide open. You've got a handful of teams who I think are gonna who are gonna be tough in the playoffs. Definitely I think, Cleveland. I think, uh, after last night, definitely Cleveland. Well, I, I think I think I, I would say Kansas. Obviously, Kansas City is going to be tough in the playoffs with yeah. Patrick Mahomes. I mean, they've just that offense is just I mean unstoppable. Uh, you know, it's it's darn near un- unstoppable. Pittsburgh, I think you know. Usually, Pittsburgh is you know Mike Tomlin has them has his teams uh, ready to go, uh, and Big Ben that's where he shines is in the playoffs. Buffalo, you know, Josh Allen hasn't had very good postseason so far, but you know that might change this year. I think I think this year, uh, you know, Buffalo is going to be a contender. Um, and, and I mean, you know, you kind but after that, then you kind of got to be like, okay, well, if if Derrick Henry can can keep doing what he's doing with Tennessee, then the Titans are going to be just fine. But you're also going to have to have some help from from Ryan Tannehill and and you know AJ Brown. So and, and along with the you know with the defense. So that the Tennessee is kind of a questionable team to me personally um, because I've seen them have really good games and then I've seen them lay eggs. You know and um, and when they get beat, I mean they get beat. They look terrible when they lose. Um, Cleveland, you know, Cleveland's another team. Like, how far can Baker Mayfield take them? Can can he make the right decisions uh, to to lead them to uh, a playoff run? The Colts, I mean, right now they're playing probably some of the best football they've 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 been playing. You know, Philip Rivers is is clicking just like that. Um, so you really have to. It's it's. I think this year is more wide open. You know. Most of the time, by now, I could probably predict to you and be like, "Okay, this team, right? These two teams are are going to be playing in the AFC Championship. These two teams are going to play in the NFC Championship, and then these two teams are going to meet in the Super Bowl." Yeah. But this year, it's. I mean, I can't. You know, I, like I said, I think the NFC Championship. If you ask me today, I think it would. I think it might come down between Green Bay and and LA. Now, again, that could all change next week. If you ask me, you know, the AFC right now, I, I really can't give you a straight answer because there's so many teams that that, that are contenders. I mean, and, and even in the NFC, a lot of teams are forgetting about the the Seahawks. Not a lot of people are talking about the Cardinals who who are, you know, fluctuating up and down in the in the that seventh slot. Um you know, I think I think at the end of the day, I think Arizona will get in. Um, I just, I think Minnesota is kind of that a team right now that they've got problems that they, uh, 
in-house that they need to fix. And I think they, I, I don't think it's necessarily Mike Zimmer. Um, because Mike, I mean, Mike Zimmer has done a lot for that organization over the past few years. And, um, I think, I think it's, uh, they need to get rid of a Kirk Cousins problem. You know, I, I think Kirk Cousins is, is well, well overrated, uh, first off, um, to, to, to be their, their, their franchise guy. But I think in the end of the day, I think Arizona is going to get in that, that final spot. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, a very, very interesting weekend, uh, you know that NFC East race. I mean, it's it's always fun to watch right now. Several teams, um, several teams were officially marked as eliminated this weekend, including sorry, but your your Bengals are officially eliminated mathematically. Um, so you know, uh, it's hard to believe though. It feels like, which to me, to me, it feels like this NFL season's been long. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, I mean, college, even college football, like it's hard. Which college? We're going to talk some college football here a little bit well, uh, later it on. It just but, feels like it feels like this year has been long. Oh, this year's all sports, been long everything. Just it, yeah, it because like, it, I mean, it just feels like because I mean, the NBA starts up, the regular season starts up next week, you know. So and we it, we literally just got done with the NBA finals, you know, so. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, uh, we're going to have uh, some guests call in, and uh, we're going to talk a little college ball. So stay tuned. This is the Power Trip Sports Podcast. Back to the Power Trip Sports Podcast. Along on the phone now, we've got our good buddy Warren T. Uh, warranty. How about them bills? How about them bills? They look pretty good to me. <laughs> hey, so Cody on here too? we we talked we talked about uh, earlier how well, I, mean, I ate my words last. last. I to Cody, it was supposed to be a demolition. I don't know what happened there. But that's okay. <laughs> hey, I told him he was gonna he was gonna eat uh, eat those words last week. But I want to uh, uh, I want to ask so. You know, with the Bills sitting at the three slot right now, um, you know how how do you see this team? Like as far as past teams uh, for Buffalo, and like what what makes this team more special than than than, than years past? Well, I've uh, been a Bills fan my whole life since I was eight years old. Stuck with them forever. And it's starting to pay off. And I'll tell you what it is. They, uh, they got, uh, uh, they're better connected now. Like, our whole team's clicking, making it look easy, for real. Like a practice every week for them. Right. I mean, I'm I mean, Josh Allen, Super I mean. Bowl, baby, is what I see. <laughs> Super Bowls. Hell I'm, yes. I mean, Josh Allen right now, I mean, playing lights out. Uh, MVP, baby. MVP. No doubt. <laughs> MVP. Who else? Who else? Well, hey, I, 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 I'm, not, I'm, not counting, I'm not counting out the Bills right here, but I'm going to play devil's advocate just for the, for the, for the listeners. Do you, do you think that Buffalo 
can can take on Kansas City? Hell yes. No <laughs> doubt in my mind. Well, warranty. Good, like a weld oil machine up down the field every game. Well, hey, you know, right now, if uh, if the playoffs started tonight, it'd be Bills Colts in Buffalo. So, you know, yeah, Philip well, Philip I Rivers. Sure I sure do hate that for you, buddy. <laughs> I, sure I mean, Philip Philip Rivers looks pretty good. That that Colts defense right now, man. I mean, you know, I think it would be a pretty interesting matchup. Oh yeah, but but uh, warranty. It was good to talk to you, and uh, we hope you have a good night. And we'll see how we see how the the rest of the season plays out. All right, y'all take care. All right, <laughs> that is our good buddy warranty. Uh, he is uh, a diehard Bills fan. Diehard die Bills hard. fan. So, welcome back to the Power Trip Sports Podcast. On the phone now, we've got uh, my good friend, Hunter Yates. Hunter, how you doing? I'm doing great, fellas. How you guys doing tonight? Doing, doing very well. So, we've been talking uh, uh, NFL, uh, but we're going to kind of move on to some college. Uh, but real quick, let me get your take on what, what stood out to you on this NFL uh, weekend. Uh, well, to me, I, I, I'll tell you a game that really uh, stood out in, in particular was the, the Ravens and Browns game. I know it was last night, not, it wasn't this weekend, but uh, just kind of the way the, the Browns, man, they were totally dominating the game. And then uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, you know, it's, it, it kind of speaks volumes to me. Uh, you know, you know, to me, that's a MVP effort right there. Uh, him coming out of the locker room, out of an injury, and coming back and uh, leading his team to a victory. But uh, it, it was a heck of a game. Oh, for sure, and that's and, and we we touched on that, and and man, I, it's like I told Cody, I said I said this that Browns team, even though they lost last night, I mean you can't help but but think like, you know, I know Baker Mayfield has a lot of doubters, but but do right. you feel that 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 this season he looks more confident and comfortable? Yes, I think uh, I mean, he is uh, settled into um, I, their coach's name, Stefanski, whatever his name is. I think he settled into that to his offense more kind of what he wants to do uh, with that system. I think he has, you know, uh, learned to play a bit more. And, and to me, he looks more comfortable in, uh, inside the pocket throwing the ball. So that's a big thing. Uh, I know the Browns, they're a really good team. But what, what hurts them, you know, especially right now, is their defense. I think they're missing, a, you know, a feature, a feature two on defense. And that could be a, a really solid team. I, so, I, I agree with you there, Hunter. Um, so we're just going to get right to it, man. Um this Kentucky team right now, uh, this can the basketball. So, man, do we gotta talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it's oh, it's it's uh it's it's a trying year, but you know, uh, Saturday they played Notre Dame and and unfortunately lost by one. But right. but you know, the yeah. first half, I mean, it was almost like watching Billy Gillespie ball. But the second half, the second half really showed uh, some promise. Yeah, I mean. Uh, well, to me, I mean, you're down, what, 20, 22, 24 points at half 24 time. points. And, you know, in order for those bunch of guys to come back together, you know, like that and to try to come back, 
you know, and, and I mean, just be real. If Olivier Saar hits that shot at the end of the game, that's one of the greatest comebacks of all time. I mean, just oh, without down. a doubt, that would have been a game that Kentucky fans would have would have remembered for a long time. I mean, and, I mean, and it really wasn't a bad look. You know, what I mean, it. it uh, he, I mean, he, he had a wide open look. I like that yeah. look. Now right. again, you got to talk about the play of BJ Boston. You know, yeah. he's yeah. he 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 does lead the team right now in points, averaging fourteen point four a game. But right. you know, if if you had to pick, you know, they we we talk about it all the time that if 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 a Kentucky team is going to be good, you got to have three guys. You know, who who right. would you say uh, who in your opinion who would you say the top top two guys right now? For Kentucky are and why are they so important? You said top two guys. Yes. Well, I know I know coming into the season, the top three was expected to be uh, Terrence Clark, uh, B.A. Boston, or Brandon Boston, maybe one call him, and uh, Olivier Sauer. Well, to me right now, uh, I know B.J. Boston is leading the team in points, but it, I think he can play a lot better than what he's shown so far. I know it's still early. I know it's only five games in, but you know. Uh, I watched, you know, I, I watched tape on him. He can play a lot better than what he's showing. Uh, and to me, right now, if you want to ask me who the top two players are for for UK right now, performance-wise, uh, I know this is a if you most people, but I've got to throw Isaiah Jackson in there, um, just because you know uh, he's playing hard. Uh, he shows hard and grit every single game. Uh, he gets back to those fifty-fifty balls and rebounds. And another guy, you know, for me, uh, it's it's got to be Terrence Clark. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, Isaiah Jackson right now leading the team, averaging nine point four rebounds per game, and and right. I know a lot of people are kind of spectacle of, of well, Jackson and Sar can't play on the same court, you know, and and saying that that they need to not be on the same court, but to me, Saturday, I mean, it was them that kept us in the game. Yeah, I mean, they really did. I mean, the, the second half. You know, the whole mentality is to feed the ball down down in the paint to Saar, let him get his points, you know. And, I mean, the second half, I mean, that's basically what the game plan was. They're getting to Saar. They're letting him do his thing. Uh, you know, the, the first three games, I'm not sure where that was at, but they finally, you know, fits with the second half of the last game. And I think that second half is going to just, you know, uh, I don't know if you saw it or not, where the guy took the, the picture of after Saar missed the shot, the team was gathered around him, and, and uh, Terrence Clark picked his head up. You know, to me, that's a good sign of team chemistry, and I think that's going to just carry over, you know, from here on out. So, and uh, you know, a message to the kind of the Bibble Nation out there: uh, <laughs> we go to this every year with these Calipari teams. You know, it, it's all—it always seems to be a rough start. And I know it's easy to say we're Kentucky. You know, we shouldn't lose to teams like Richmond. We shouldn't lose to teams like Georgia Tech. But I mean, it happened. It's all with. All we can do is look forward now. And I think, you know, that's going to be the spark that this team needs going into, you know, the rest of the season. And I love that image at the end of the game where, where Olivier Saar missed the shot and all the all of his teammates ran over to him and, and right. kind of was like, hey, man, you know, try to try to pick him up. And and right. so, to me, that, that, that brings a good feeling. As a Kentucky fan, that brings a good feeling to me because – that shows you, hey, this team is starting to to come together just a little bit, even though they lost. Um, I, you know, I, 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 I still, I still have confidence in this team. I think this, I think Cal, you know, I mean, he's one of the best to do it. He, I, to me, 
I feel like he will get this turned around. Um, and it might it might take a little longer this year, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I, I totally agree. You know, like just like he said the other day in his press conference, you know, he's he's been through this before. And I know that it's you know it's hard to use the excuse well they're they're young they're to come around you know to me I mean that is true but it can't be used as an excuse anymore you eventually got to put it together you know get your chemistry built as a team and like you said I mean I still got confidence that, that they can do it um, you know it's not as high as I would like it to be but it's still there because you know if you're a true Kentucky fan you got to pull for your team regardless you know no matter what happens and my message to to the BBN is. In the words of Aaron Rodgers, relax. <laughs> you know, I mean, right, just, yeah. I mean, I That's think, I think, I think everything's going to be fine. You know, I mean, look, everybody has a bad year, you know, um, yep. every, every once in a while. And, and unfortunately, right. this, this, uh, this is just a bad start. Um, but uh, on to college football. So, uh, Kentucky did hire their new offensive coordinator to, to this yes, today. And, um, I, to me, I think that was a guy that I was kind of hoping they would go after because he does give you a lot of options. Uh, he, he can open up a playbook. He can uh, he can bring the passing game and and but also run like a pro. You know, he can run that pro style offense that's been so successful in the right. SEC yeah. with 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 Alabama and and, and Ole Miss. Um, yeah. So. Uh, Tell me your thoughts on that, and why do you think this was such a good hire? Uh, or, yeah, why do you think it, this was such a good hire? Well, I mean, as you know, I'm a big uh, KSR guy, big KSR fan, and they were given, you know, the, the, the top three potential candidates, you know, who could take over for the job. And, uh, you know, as soon as they said Liam Cohen, the Rams quarterback coach, I mean, who, who would not want that guy? The Rams have always ran an up-tempo offense. They've always, you know uh, – not necessarily an air raid, but there's more pass plays in the playbook than you know running plays. But I think uh, I think Liam Cohen. I think he's going to bring a, a good mixture. Um, you know, somebody said that it's kind of a, it's kind of like an Eddie Graham playbook, but you know, there's a lot more passing in there. So I mean, to me, as long as it mixes up the offense and it's up tempo, you know, then I, I'm all for it. Right, and, and like and. He's also uh, also going to be the quarterbacks coach, and I mean, look what he's done. Look what he's done with Jared Goff. You know, um, no, I don't. I mean, I'm kind of one of those guys where who didn't really think Jared Goff was going to be anything in the NFL, and look what he's look what Jared right. Goff is doing yeah. with the, with the mean, Rams. If you asked me, you know, a guy for me I like to compare to Jared Goff is kind of like a Carson Wentz. Like, I, I never really thought that either one of them would be much in the NFL. I know Carson Wentz is struggling, but I mean, he's, he's still, you know, one of those a, a top name in the NFL. Right, and and which I mean, there was a there was a good, you know, there there was a good uh, the the handful of names that were mentioned as the candidates. I would have been happy. Um, yeah, uh, with, with any of them. One, uh, one they mentioned was uh, Joe Moorhead. Uh, he was the uh, coach of Mississippi State for a little bit, and he uh, and he was very successful with. Uh, Penn State and Oregon, uh, but my only thing, my only thing with him was he came into Commonwealth Stadium and got his butt handed to him <laughs> as the Mississippi State head coach. So, you know, to me, I, to me, your success at top school, I mean, that, that has a lot to do with it. But if you can't come, if you can't come to Kentucky and Kentucky's down and beat them at that point, 
me, that's just not a good hire. But you kind of gotta. But 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 you kind of have to look at at you know, not necessarily look what he done as a head coach, but as a coordinator. You, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but uh, uh, real quick, and I'll let you go. Uh, I want to talk about the uh, some uh, uh, predictions uh, from you, uh, since you are, you know, uh, you're kind of my college guy that I go to. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Um, some of these championship games this weekend, uh, I just wanted to get your your take on them, uh, real quick. Uh, uh, real quick, Clemson Notre Dame. Man, I tell you what, that's going to be a tough one. I think ultimately it's going to come down to the trenches. You know, uh, who controls who controls the line more, and ultimately, like any game, who want who wants to win more? Um, personally. Um, as far as the prediction, I think Clemson comes out on top. I think it's going to be a very close game, a lot closer than what people may think. Um, Notre Dame's quarterback, uh, Ian Book, he's actually one of my favorite players in the college game right now. I just watch him play and how he plays. He carries himself well. He's a good dude. And uh, it, so in that one, I'm going to say, I'll say 31-27 Clemson. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of with you. I think Trevor Lawrence, you know, Trevor Lawrence is – is back and, and yeah and I mean they they just don't get much better than Trevor Lawrence. I I do agree. I think it'll be a close game. I think even if right. Notre, I think if Clemson does, uh, I do think Clemson will win. But if they do win, um, I I think you still put Notre Dame in the playoff. Uh, yeah, uh, as one of the top four teams. Um, if Notre Dame now, of course, if Notre Dame beats Clemson. Then you know that's going to be the discussion. Does Clemson? You know, do you do you uh, put Clemson out? You know, so. Yeah, um, but uh, on to the uh, to uh, the SEC championship, Alabama, Florida, um, <clears throat> Alabama, seventeen point favorite. Uh, you know, going into going into Atlanta. So so who you got? Right. Who? What's your thoughts on this well, game? Of course, uh, I roll tight on that one. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm just saying that because obviously Alabama's a, a much better team, but at the same time, you can't sleep on Florida either. I know they just lost to LSU, uh, had a had a pretty pretty rough game, but uh, Kyle Trask, if you ask me, he's he's probably the most improved quarterback in the SEC, uh, just in my opinion. He's you know done some great things this year, but it's just you know I, I think you're kind of an Alabama fan also. So I mean, this is. It's tough. It's it's hard for anybody to beat Alabama, so uh, I won't take Alabama in that one. Uh, let's see, 41-24. Yeah, I agree. I think Alabama something, something in that area. Yeah, I think I think Alabama. I mean, they've 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 got the complete team right now this year. I think this is one of Nick Saban's best teams he's had uh, with Mac Jones, with Na- Najee Harris, Devontae Smith. That that offense, I think that's this is one of the mo- the best offenses he's had. Um, yeah, Najee Harris, he's 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 real man. He's he's a real deal. Uh, last game, I want to kind of touch on Oklahoma Iowa State. Uh, that's kind of got some playoff uh, talk with with Iowa State. You know, a lot of people talking about Iowa State could possibly get in with two losses. So, um, what's what's your thoughts on that game? Man, to be honest, I haven't saw Iowa State play a lot. I've, you know, I've seen some highlights and different things. Um, Oklahoma, uh, I know they, you know, Lincoln Riley, he's always got an up-tempo offense. Uh, do, you, do you know what Oklahoma's record is this year? Uh, 
Uh, they are seven and two right now. There's, uh, yeah, they, they, uh, but, uh, you know, my thoughts on Oklahoma, you know, they're, I think this has kind of been a down year for them. Um, even though, even though they are seven and two, um, you know, with obviously COVID and stuff that kind of affects your, your, your scheduling and your record right now. But, you know, Hey, to, to, to see how they were at the beginning of the season versus how they are now, I think, I think Lincoln Riley, to me, I think he's one of the best head coaches to develop quarterbacks. I mean, look what he's, you know, he's, he's developed Baker Mayfield. He's developed Kyler Murray. He's developed, uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, who, who got a start with Philadelphia this weekend, you know, and, and, and look what he's done with Spencer Rattler. You know, obviously I think Spencer Rattler's got a lot of work to, to, to do, but I think, I think by next year or even his junior year, I think Spencer, Spencer Rattler is going to be one of the best quarterbacks in, in, in college football. Right. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that, you know, that's another guy I will play a lot this year either, but I've, you know, saw some highlights. Uh, but I think he's a good, you know, up-and-coming young quarterback for sure. But uh, as far as in that game, um, I won't take Oklahoma. Uh, just the reason being, you know, they know what they have to do if they want a shot at the playoff. So, in that, in that one, I'll take Oklahoma, buddy. I think, yeah, I think it's going to be a close game. Iowa State, I've watched them a little bit this year. I did watch them play Texas, um, which come down to the wire. Uh, but, yeah, I think I think Oklahoma wins a close game in that one. Um Real quick, I want to get your thoughts on this. Uh, I know I've, I've told you, I've told you that, and I, I'm going to let you go. Um, oh, you're fine, man. Uh, so Ohio State and Northwestern are playing in the Big Ten Championship. Ohio man, State. That that that, that me so bad. <laughs> that's that's what I'm going to get to. You know, Ohio. The Big Ten did change the rule, um, the the six game minimum rule, to, so that right. so that Ohio State could get in. In your in your opinion, do you feel that once a rule is made, you know, should it be kept, or if you're going to change a rule, should you at least let let your conference and let other teams know the beginning of the season to, to say, hey, this could possibly change, this rule could change, uh, you know, what what what's your thoughts on all that? Well, I mean, I know a COVID affected a lot of things this year, but, you know, I'm, I'm kind of an old school guy. When you set a rule, a rule's a rule. You know, that's that's kind of my take on it. Uh, you know, as a Kentucky fan, you can't really go for Indiana, but Indiana got really screwed on that, <laughs> just in my opinion, because, uh, you know, they had, they had a legit team this year. And for me, it's kind of like uh, college football's way of saying, okay, well, kind of like, like Duke college basketball. Okay, well, Ohio State is going to bring in you know, the most money as far as ratings and this and that. So we'll go ahead and change the rule and let them slide in. Man, to me, that's just so wrong. If you, if you set a rule that you have to play a minimum of six games, you should stick with it. I agree. And, and I mean, of course, people that know me know how I feel about Ohio State. But, right. you know, to, to me, it's – Look, Ohio State. To me, they are they they are they are a good football team. I think Justin Fields is oh, is, no is one of the yeah, without a doubt, he's one of the best yeah. best quarterbacks in, in in college football right now. And and you know, They're a great football team, and, and they probably would have made it anyway. But here's my thing: if if you're if the rule is you have to play six games, then to me you have to play those six games. I mean, that's 
rules are rules. Make it fair for everybody. I agree. So. I agree. Well, Hunter, we we appreciate your call, and uh, we uh, we hope to talk to you soon. And hopefully, when all this is uh, all, all COVID's done and and over with, uh, you know, we can not social distance. Uh, we can have yeah, you in to, to to get in the studio and and talk. Yeah, so. man. Well, I, I didn't want to. I don't want to bring this up. I got off here, but tell Cody. I'm sorry about his loss yesterday. He's talking about the Bengals and Cowboys. I know Cowboys. I know Cowboys are terrible, but hey, man, it's a win. Hey, a win is a win. That's right. So yeah. All right, brother. Listen, man. Y'all take it easy. I'll holler at you later. All right, man. Appreciate you having me on. All right, thanks, buddy, and we'll 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 talk to you soon. All right, good luck, you guys. See you. You too. See you. Uh, so the NBA starts next week. Are you excited about the NBA starting back? Yeah, I guess you could say that. I mean, I haven't, I'm not, I'm not a big NBA person, but regarding that I'm on a sports podcast now, we're definitely going to be watching uh, a lot more NBA, which, which it's actually some good, it's, it's interesting because finals were like a month ago, back back in like, you know, back in October and it was like. You know, we didn't even know if we was going to have an NBA Finals for this year. And then, yeah. then there's talk, well, the NBA season may not start until February. Or or uh, then it got, oh, well, we might be able to have a deal in January. Oh, never mind. We're going to start in December. So, um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it, it's crazy. Uh, so, the NBA kicks off officially uh, next Tuesday. Uh, I thought it was next Wednesday earlier. I do apologize. It is next Tuesday, uh, December 22nd, uh, with two pretty good matchups. Uh, you've got the the Golden State Warriors taking on the Brooklyn Nets. KD's arrival uh, with with uh, Brooklyn and taking on his old team as in Golden State. Kyrie coming back. I wanted um, to I wanted to ask you, do do you think do you think he just wants a challenge? Why why do you think he's been trading so much in these past seasons? You talking about Durant? Yeah. So, I think, I think KD kind of went and done the same thing LeBron did. Yeah. So LeBron, when when he was first with Cleveland, he left and went to Miami, and the reason why he said he went to Miami was to learn how to win a championship and 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 to become a championship player. That's what KD done with with Golden State. Then he had the opportunity to opt out of his contract because, I mean, they knew. Golden State knew that he was not going to stay there long term. I mean, they, they, they did. I mean, they just knew. And with, with Steph Curry, because I think Steph Curry and I think Kevin Durant knew that Steph Curry and Clay Thompson is, is their babies and they're going to take care of them. Um, but I think he wanted to move on and from Golden State. Um, uh, and and start fresh with Brooklyn to a team that he's he's wanted to go to for a while. Um, I think Brooklyn is a good spot for him. I think he him and him and uh, Kyrie will 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 gel pretty well together. Um, you've also got DeAndre Jordan there. Well, um, I, I've I've kind of been a a Cleveland fan uh, for for that that's usually who I've have been a fan of. And then then I, I last season. Um, the the Lakers were and I know what you're thinking. I'm not a LeBron fanboy, okay? I just 
Just so happens that... that I mean, that's that just was, what it's coming out like. That was the situation, know. but I'm very excited to, uh, as your son Peyton would say, to, to see the Mammy Heat play uh, for, uh, Friday. They're playing Toronto. I'm just I'm very excited to see Tyler Hero because, I mean... Miami is a team, I think, I think they're going to be back in that contention of the finals again. Yeah. I think, I really do. They, they, Jimmy Butler, I think they, who, kudos to Pat Riley for going to get Jimmy Butler because Jimmy Butler fits in so well with that system because he is the lead guy. He is the, he is the alpha male. He's the alpha dog in that, on that team. And he's and you know. For for him to to try to fit in to Minnesota, to try to fit in to Philadelphia, where he was surrounded by all these all star players, it just didn't work out. Now he's kind of in the situation like he was in Chicago, where and and, and the the reason why Chicago, you know, that Chicago knew that he was gonna they were gonna have to pay, him. and he they knew what they had. He was gonna be a superstar, but it was gonna be hard to build around him. You know, so so they traded him, uh, which I think he was kind of wanting out of Chicago in a way too. But I think he has found his home in Miami because he's got a young group of guys he can mentor and who's going to listen to him. That that and, and they do that. That team respects Jimmy Butler, and and you can ask Tyler Hero and, and Bam Adebayo. And and well, that, so, I was going to talk about that. Miami has a lot of Kentucky players uh, right now playing for him, which is which is. Pretty pretty awesome. It, it, it's cool to see uh, Tyler Hero and Bam on the court together. I think that's a good combo. Yeah, I really yeah, do. Definitely. I think that's a good combo because you you got Tyler Hero who can hit the outside jumper, and you've got uh, Bam Adebayo who's who's just so big and strong on the inside. And I think he's he's kind of more of a of an old fashioned center um, that a lot of people haven't seen in a while. But uh, but yeah, I mean the NBA starts back up Tuesday. Uh, with like I said, the Warriors Nets play uh, the early game, and then the Clippers and Lakers uh, coming uh, playing in L.A. Uh, to open up the season. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George taking on Anthony Davis and LeBron James, who both just signed uh, some pretty big contracts this year. Uh, contract extensions with the Lakers, and Paul George also signed a, uh, a contract extension with the with the Clippers. So, uh, but. Uh, there's there's also some pretty good Christmas Day games going on too on on Friday. Uh, you've got the Pelicans of Heat, so Zion taking on my uh, taking on Miami, Jimmy Butler and the Heat, uh, Warriors Bucks, Giannis uh, who did sign a uh, big contract extension today with the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Um, we'll we'll get to that next time. Kind of, you know we're running out of time today. Uh, Nets and Celtics. Should be a pretty pretty good game. Mavericks, Lakers. I'm excited actually to watch that game because I really like Luka Doncic and 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 that Mavericks team. I think they've got a lot of fight. They've got a lot. They they they're they're kind of an old school uh, uh, team and and they're just fun to watch. Clippers net. Uh, excuse me. Clippers Nuggets uh, will will end the Christmas Day slate. So if you don't have nothing to do. Uh, on Christmas, or if you're with family, hey, turn it on ESPN and ABC, and and there's a lot of a uh, lot of good NBA matchups going on uh, on on Christmas Day. Uh, so uh, to kind of wrap things up, uh, big weekend ahead. Uh, 
we'll go ahead and throw out our NFL predictions uh, to kind of wrap things up, Cody. So um, let me get them pulled up here. Uh, so what, what? Just to wrap, kind of real quick. So what? What are your expectations going in? Uh, kind of going into Week 15. What are What are you kind of looking for? Well, I definitely want to see. Um, I definitely want to see how. Baltimore finishes out their season because I really think that these next, obviously, these next couple weeks is going to affect their their playoff standing, you know. And, and I, I really, I want to see uh, what Baltimore does this week, um, and, and all the wild card teams just just seeing, you know, seeing seeing what they're going to do. Uh, and, and Cleveland, I, I want to see if, if Cleveland finishes out because they have a good chance of winning out this their, their season. Oh yeah. I- Definitely. So, uh, real quick, uh, Thursday night, Chargers, Raiders, who you got? Uh, Raiders I, are a three-and-a-half-point favorite, by the well, way. Well, I, I, I'd, go, I'd go Raiders. Um, just because just the, Chargers, I, I, the Chargers have not played. Like, they've not had it. I'm going to go I'm gonna go Raiders. I think the Raiders bounce back. I think they bounce back from that Colts game. Uh, but the Raiders, they've got – defensive issues and they like bad defensive issues that they've got to get fixed. Uh, Bills Broncos, who you got? This, uh, this is on Saturday, Bills. so there's a doubleheader on Saturday. Bills. Definitely Bills. Yeah, I'm taking Bills. They're a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Panthers, Packers on Saturday. Packers, eight-and-a-half-point favorite. Who do you got? Packers, definitely. Yeah, hey, I'm going the, Green Bay. The Panthers haven't. Had. I'm going to take that eight and a half point spread. The, the Panthers have a lot of uh, re, I would say like, you know, rebranding to do. Not rebranding, but, you know, regrouping to do since since Cam left. Uh, Buccaneers, Falcons. Mm. I'm going Buccaneers. I, yeah, I Tampa think. Bay. Tom, no, they, 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 Tom they Brady turned. still got it. Tom Brady still he still doesn't look comfortable in in this Bruce Arians system. Well, they have really turned around in the past few weeks, though. I just I, I don't know. I mean, to be honest, I don't. No, I don't I, see. I, the, I don't see. I don't see Tampa Bay making it far in the, in the playoffs. No, no, I'm not saying that. I just I, I I think like you said. I feel like Tom Brady has to adjust. I don't think he's adjusted to Tampa Bay yet. Uh, 49ers, Cowboys. Hmm. San Francisco is a three-point favorite. I'm gonna I'm go. I'm gonna go Cowboys. You're gonna go Cowboys. I'm gonna go Dallas. They've, they've just after sadly. I think I, I'm gonna what go. I watched, which which, what I watched them do to uh to my my Bengals this week wasn't pretty, but I'm gonna go. I'm going 49ers in this game. I I I like I like the 49ers. I like Nick Mullins in this game. Um. Who's stepped in and 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 has had and he's been playing playing uh, decent. Uh, I wouldn't say good, but he has played uh, well and decent for for the Forty ers uh, Lions Titans Titans. Yeah, I'm going Titans in that game. Uh, Texans Colts Colts. I'm gonna go Colts. Philip Rivers has been putting on for the city. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Indianapolis on this one because uh, they are at home. And, uh, you know, but it's going to be close. Houston will, mark my words, they will give Indianapolis all they can handle. Patriots-Dolphins, a very important divisional game for the Patriots. 
uh, and for the Dolphins as well. So who you got? I'm going to go... I haven't really watched the Dolphins play a lot this season. I'm, mm. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm, I'm going Miami for the simple fact that Tua is playing very well right now. Well, yeah, Devontae I, Parker has got on the season has got fifty six receptions for six hundred and seventy seven yards and four touchdowns, and also too, uh, Lynn Bowden is starting to find his groove uh, with, with Miami. So uh, yeah, Miami's a two Miami. and a half point favorite. It's at Miami. I'm going. I'm going Miami. Uh, Minnesota taking on the Bears. It's in Minnesota. I'm gonna uh, Vikings go, Bears. So. I'm gonna go Bears. I'm going to go Chicago. I, I'm going Chicago. I think Mitchell Trubisky gets it done. Uh, like I said, I think, uh, look. I, I don't think. I, it, I unless don't unless Dalvin Cook has a really good game, uh, I just I just don't see. I, I, like I don't that understand Bears the defense. hype behind Kirk Cousins. I, mean, I, I just like that Bears defense. Seahawks-Washington. Seahawks are a six-point favorite. Uh, mm. The game is in, in D.C. That's a, uh, that's now, a tough one. Now, granted, granted. Alex Smith may be out. That's a tough one. I'm I'm, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Washington just because they you are sticking with them, aren't you? They look Washington. Mark my words. I said it earlier. I think Washington can go the distance this season. Really, That's, I think I think Washington. All right, so y'all heard it. Washington. I think Washington can go to this. They. I mean, they've just been playing. Crazy. Well, you you can take Washington all day long. I'm gonna pick Seattle on this. All one. right, I'm going, we'll I'm, see. I, I'm not betting against Russell Wilson. Here's the this thing, week. Brian. I'm a Bengals fan. I'm used to losing. Well, that okay? is true. If I lose, so, I won't think anymore. Moving on. Moving on. Jacksonville taking on Baltimore. Baltimore, <laughs> Baltimore. thirteen and a half point favorite. I'm going. I'm going Lamar Jackson in this one. Baltimore all day. Jets Rams. Uh, Rams. Rams are seventeen point favorite. Jets move on. They're going to move on to zero and fourteen. Rams all day. Uh, a big game, uh, in my opinion. Eagles Cardinals. I'm going to go Cardinals. I'm, I'm sticking. I'm sticking with the Cardinals, even though I I do like Jalen Hurts and I and I I want to pull for him, but I think I think Arizona is just. I think Kyler Murray is going to win that battle. Uh, Chiefs Saints Ooh. in the primetime slot for CBS. I'm gonna go Chiefs. Just, just I mean, they're. I think it's, yeah. it's a, it'll be a good game. It'll be a really good game to watch. I'm going Chiefs. I, I trust Patrick Mahomes right now over Taysom Hill. But again, New Orleans don't really lose twice, so yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see. Uh, the Sunday night game: Browns Giants. Very important game for the Giants if they want to stay in the playoff. Uh, race. I'm gonna go Browns. I think they go ten and four here. I do uh, too, and I think I think they end up clinching a uh, a playoff spot. Yeah. Uh, last last game of slate, Steelers do we, Bengals. Do we have to talk about this one? I'll save you the mercy. It's gonna be the Steelers. <laughs> well, well, well. We could get the upset of the century here. I it's, mean, it's it's gonna be the Steelers. <laughs> uh, real quick. Um, uh, you know. Thoughts on on you know? Do you have any thoughts on on the college football? Weekend? Well, I think it is. Uh, they did Indiana dirty. I I, I, I don't see how how that's even possible that they can change rules like that. It, it's after after the and like me and Hunter said, once a rule is made, I think that's that should stick. Yeah, um, definitely. Tennessee and Texas A and M. We didn't talk about that game. It's kind of a makeup game. Who do you who do you who do you got? Texas A and M. 
agree. Yeah, Texas A and M's just uh, Tennessee. They've got they've got so many problems. Oregon uh, ended up sliding into the Pac-12 championship game uh, <clears throat> due to Washington having not having enough players due to COVID. Uh, so Oregon USC. USC. Well, I, I don't know. I'm going to go USC just for the simple fact that I've watched Oregon the last couple weeks, and they just, especially that, that Oregon State game, like they just. Well, there's not been. They, I mean, look at, look, at college, been, look at college football right now. There's not been games to watch. Everyone's played like a maximum of what, like eight games, seven, eight games? Like, hey, Kentucky finished their season. Uh, Louisiana and Coastal Carolina, that'll be another good game. Uh, I think Coastal Carolina wins out, and they're going to go 12-0 and on the season. And hopefully they get a uh, a New Year's Six Bowl bid, um, which they, they definitely deserve. Uh, but that's going to wrap things up for us tonight. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed the show. Uh, make sure you, you rate the show. That helps get the show out there. Uh, tune in next week uh, to talk more sports with us and uh have more guests come on this has been the sports uh excuse me the power trip sports podcast i'm brian powers i'm cody powers and we'll see you guys next week